And I think Generation X going to be 10 times worse, and I'm going to be in a wheelchair. By There's then. an X? Uh, oh, wait, no, no, no. Generation X is like 1965 to 18... Sorry, 1980. So what's after Z? A-A-A? I feel like it's like Gen Alien. Like, it's something crazy. They start using that Sanskrit stuff that... um. Elon Musk using to name his baby. Whatever Gen Z got to say about millennials, just know that we made this for you. I'm gonna. F- oh, it's Gen Gen Alpha. See what I tell you. Oh, so they went to the Greek alphabet. I know. Now they're just using math. Oh. Gen Alpha. Elon Musk kid about to get tormented for the rest of his life, but I mean, he's about to pave the way for the weird, weird generation names. Um. All right, Gen X, Gen Y, which I think is us. Yeah, Gen Y, but also millennials. It says that the Gen Y car is a Prius, a BMX bike, um, iPods, and then Gen. Oh, I think it's saying what was created. I'm stupid. Okay. Listen, our, Tesla. no one can crack on millennials because we are the, like, the pirate everything generation. Is the microphone on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are the pirate everything generation. We were on Napster. We were on U-Turn, LimeWire, FrostWire. You want it, we got it for free. Let's be real, though. I feel like millennials just got a little bit of everything. Because, like, we still got to play with Frisbees, which I don't know is necessarily a thing. We still got to mess with cassettes. We saw what beepers looked like before they were gone. Yo. The hype of the cordless phone was very important. You know that Gen... Gen... What's the one after us? Z? Z, right? The one... We're talking yeah, about Gen Z. Z. Gen Z doesn't know what a floppy disk is. No, they don't. It's the save button. They what they think the symbol was. I think we should bring it back. We need to reinvent the save button. Well, we don't need to reinvent it because it's on the computers. No, we need to change the symbol. To uh, something that they can relate to. That's why they don't save anything. Well, everything auto saves now. Oh my god. You're so right. You're so right. You ready to start this episode? I don't know. I feel like you really started on a negative <laughs> note. You got me out here talking about annoying ass Gen Z. I had some hope. And then I saw that they were talking trash. So. Bring them out. Bring them out. Oh, they don't know that song. No. They don't know that song. Who? So what do they know they T.I. Just, for? They just met Rihanna. Oh, for saying, <laughs> for saying expeditiously. Expeditiously? Like, they don't know who T.I. is? They only know, they only know Fenty Beauty. I don't Bring think they know up. any Bring. of Rihanna's They don't know Rihanna's songs. music? They don't know that? <laughs> they don't know the real Beyonce. <laughs> Some people didn't even know, like, Beyonce had a sister. Until Solange came with the album. I was like, I saw her on Bring It On. Like, they don't know that Jesse Child is, like, four people? I don't even think they've seen Proud Family. To know that she was the one that was singing the song with Destiny's Child. Oh my goodness. I'm mad that like they remake a couple of these things. Like they're remaking Space Jam with LeBron James as the the lead. And I'm like, you could have just left it alone. Like go create another movie. Well, we live in a time where everything needs to be rebooted. That's so true. So that Gen Z doesn't feel left out. left out. Yeah, no, I'm not really feeling Gen Z right now. <laughs> I'm offended. Tell them to square up. Do they even know what that term is? They, you 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 use one of these terms at Gen Z and they might just TikTok you to death. Those cringy TikTok videos. Now you now you're now they're telling you about how they're savage. They all do the no that that's solid though. <laughs> that's solid. Every all them other TikToks are freaking cringy. They do the same moves where they put the fist in between their face, elbows out. This is not part of the episode. It's gonna be part of the episode. Yo, you know what? We need <laughs> yeah, to have so we need to have a generational draft. I'll trade anybody to get rid of Jason Derulo. 
Y'all can't have Jason Derulo. Gen Z can't no, have Jason. I can't say that. What? You seen his TikTok? Okay, so he's wild, but the only reason why I won't give him up is because he, like, reps Haiti, like, fully. He can rep Haiti in Gen Z. Nah. Who from Gen Z is repping Haiti? Flip De Niro? Kodak? Kodak's in prison. They need representation. They need representation. We'll, I'll keep our false representation of Usher. That's very... That's not good. We got Wyclef. The generation before us has Wyclef. Was Flo Rida Haitian? What? Oh, damn. We have no representation. So I think we should just keep him. <laughs> damn. Because. All right, Jason. It's really it's really all we have. You stay today. Yeah. I'm Gen, a, Gen a, Z has us beat on that. I'm going to move you one day, though. Wait, is Kodak really not? What? Kodak is not our generation? He Kodak? came out. He came out. Kodak is like. Is he 12? Yeah. Can he drink? He probably yeah. is. No, he can. He can. Okay, drink, he's twenty-one. He's over twenty-one. Yeah, he's just in prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right, hold on. Hey, what's going on, everyone? So you're listening to this on Father's Day. Um, shout outs to me for having nothing to celebrate again. Another year, but yo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the dads and all the dads to be. I see you. I see your registry. I see my bank account. I hope that people remember this when it's your turn. Oh, no. I'll delete the episode by then. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll re-edit that. No, in all seriousness, shout out to the dads. Uh, The people that are going to get shout outs are the single moms. Shout outs to you, too. We celebrate you again. Um... Another holiday that's going to pass is my new favorite holiday, Juneteenth. We would have celebrated it by the time this episode came out, but we have no plans for it yet. But we're making plans. I don't know what we're going to do, but I think we should do everything that we would have done July 4th on Juneteenth. I don't do anything on July 4th. I never celebrated Juneteenth before, but I absolutely never did anything July 4th. So I don't know what that looks like. And there's actually a lot of information about how people normally celebrate Juneteenth. So just a lot of traditional, like, like not traditional, soul food. Um, and I know that a lot of decorations, uh, food is revolved around... The color red, which symbolizes the blood that the slaves shed. So red is a very important color. I also know that I'm going to be wearing a lot of black-owned clothing that day. Um, yeah. Shut so up. definitely not doing what I do 4th of July, because that is absolutely not a damn thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a completely different holiday, I guess. It's um, just a day off for me. <laughs> I'm about to go to work on July 4th. Like, hmm. Stick it to their holiday. <laughs> like, this is not my holiday. Yeah, this is your holiday. I'm going to work. Juneteenth is considered the 4th of July for black people. Freedom Day. I think they also call it celebration. Celebration. It's like... Celebrate. Celebrate, but just C-E-L and then liberation. How are you not getting this? Oh, okay. Come on, run with okay. me. <laughs> I'm jogging right now. You're at a full sprint. Because you have me talking about Spongebob. <laughs> Listen, again, the announcement just dropped. I, was, I wasn't I was taken back, but I was like, was this not broadcast? I literally before? don't know why it was worth putting on the shade room. I go to the shade room for very important news updates, and this was not one of them. I need to know who was fighting who, and this was not that. This was something that we all knew. <laughs> Two things. One, our listeners and myself are going to kill you for banging on the table as you talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very passionate about the shade room. You are going to blow someone's eardrums out. Two. Was it? Was it? Could you see it on the thing? Yeah. Yikes. This is going crazy. Let me move this back. Two. My apologies. Juneteenth is to be celebrated outside. 
Is it like a is it like a cookout holiday? I think a lot of people it? do have cookouts. Okay. So that's dope. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people do have cookouts. I'm not super knowledgeable on everything, so forgive me. I'm reading as I go because I want to make sure that if I'm celebrating this, I'm celebrating it in the way that it should be celebrated. So it's my understanding that people do have cookouts that day. I don't know if we'll be having one, though, because we can't. <laughs> right, right. I mean, no, not realistically. I did see that they were doing a virtual Juneteenth brunch, though. Where? Well, like, it's, it's virtual. I don't know who's doing it. Oh. But um, I guess they're, the person is cooking, like, online, is having an easy meal for other people to cook. Don't know if I'll be doing that, but it's an option for people who might not have any plans. But I know either way, it's going to be a wonderful celebration. Greg and I will be donned in the finest of black-owned clothing. And um, yes, it's going to be a great day. So hopefully we, we figure out some plans for that. On that day, black people need to come together and just have a massive massive zoom before i let go zoom i i need everybody outside with their masks on <laughs> it's very likely that i like we can make people just wobble like if we can all just get on the street and just wobble yeah you don't know how to wobble get in it you know the the lyrics i do not know how to wobble i do not know the dancer before i let go i I don't know why I don't know it. I've been around it. Aren't people just doing the electric slide to Before I Let You Go? Yeah. I forgot. So you don't know how to do the electric slide? Nope. We have much to teach you in these upcoming... We're going to have to get this set and done before Juneteenth. So We're running out of time. Yeah, so after this is done, we're clocking into practice because I don't know how you've gotten this far. How many parties have you been to? Too many. Not enough if you Amen. don't know those do you know, dances. It's very important. Do you know like when you go to these parties and like someone has the perfect recording of everything and you're like, you've never wondered why this person is not dancing? That is true. I'm the you, person recording. You are the I person. am the photographer. You have a ton of videos. I am the person <laughs> sending everyone the clips of them doing the dance because you can't do the dance and record at the same time. You win. You win. You win. But not Either- anymore. You've grown I'm up. learning it. Yep. Practice right after this. But I, I will say that I do feel like this Juneteenth is going to be a very special one with everything going on and a lot of black people and other people really paying attention and highlighting everything that's going on. I feel like this Juneteenth is going to be very special. Um, and I kind of want to segue that into like what the black community is doing right now in light of everything happening. So I, I feel like we've gotten to a point where a lot of people in the black community are trying to find ways to support everything that's going on. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And it's, it's actually brought me a lot of peace, to be honest. And it's given me a lot of hope to see how like people are mobilizing, they're using their social media to just promote, promote. I've been seeing so much stuff that has not only shocked me, um, but it's also stopping me from buying from a lot of places. Like a lot of, a lot of hair care items that I use that is literally sitting in our cabinet right now are not owned by black people. That is so traumatizing for me. Because you thought you were doing it all along, right? The, the thing is, and it's it's 100% my fault. When it comes to my hair products... I tried to be very intentional with what I'm buying. And clearly it was not me being intentional enough because I did not do the research to see if it was actually black owned. Cause like, I think a lot of us, actually no, I'll speak for myself. I assume that if it's a product that's catered to black, kinky, curly, like for type four hair, I'm assuming it's made by a black woman. I'm not, I like, I'm not thinking it's by a white man or a white, Cantu, African pride. African best. I literally upload like uploaded to my story a couple weeks ago of me doing an African pride mask and my hair was just soft. 
This <laughs> smelled good. It looked good. It was just this lovely. And a friend of ours asked me to show her what the product was, and I sent it to her. And I sent her a photo of it. And then, sure enough, when everything um, was blowing up a bit, like people were starting to like send out all of these posts about like black owned products. I mean, black products or products that are used by black women um, or cater to black women are actually owned by white men or white women. And it was a good chunk of the stuff that is sitting in the cabinet. Now, I'm going to use all of them, but I don't know. I'm not going to purchase those again. Um, but Greg and I are taking the time to educate ourselves on some new Black-owned products. Yeah, there's actually, a, there's a, like you're saying, for women, the same thing for men. A lot of, like, men got waves. A lot of the wave pomades are not for, like, they're not made by Black men. We've been bamboozled. Your whole life, our whole lives. Bamboo. Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. Taken advantage of. But, you know, in doing the research, you're finding a lot of these products are difficult to find. And some of them are really easy to find. Mm -hmm. So, support is not subjective. It's just, you gotta gotta put in the time. And I, I think also in general, it's not just like beauty or skincare. Um... It's also, like, it's very difficult to find, like, other things that are made by black people. So, yeah. like, looking for a furniture company that is black-owned, looking for, like, detergent that is black. Actually, that was, I looked that up, and that was actually pretty easy. But, like, these are also things that are not available in Target. What was so, I like, looking... home, home stuff. Yeah, what was I looking for earlier? Uh, a plant nursery? Yes. I was looking for a plant nursery because I wanted to buy plant. I wanted, I fully want to support only black owned stuff. If we have a picture frame, I want it to be from. I've been thinking about that too, man. A, a, a black owned company. But I want to get plants for our home. I was like, all right, there's literally, a, I'm looking at a nursery from our window. And I don't want to go there. I want to go to one that is black owned. And I was looking for one. And I'm like, where do I go to find this information? Mm. It's, it gets a little difficult. You go down a rabbit hole. Everything is in Atlanta. and A lot of things are in Atlanta. You can't, <laughs> yeah, you can't find the details that you want. I found a florist, but that's not a plant shop. I don't know if they're going to have plants. I'm going to have to call them. I don't know if they're there, COVID. But, you know, it gets a little difficult. But with research, you'll eventually find somewhere. I think I found somewhere on, like, Blue Hill Lab or something like that. So So with that being said, the first product that we're going to talk about today is Derma Organics. So this was created by Adaku Iwajoku. Please forgive me if I said that incorrectly, and please feel free to correct me because I love to learn. Um, but this product um, was birthed um, by a Daku who was suffering from atopic eczema since the age of five. Her family was very much about using natural products, and this later influenced um, her skin and hair care line. So the products range from hair... Um, oils not only for your hair but also for beards so there's something for men too they've got some soaps um and they also have some stuff that are soothing for eczema and a lot of them come in um kits so you have uh basically step one through four um to use and combat that um ingredients range from like turmeric and all of that good stuff so the one product that i actually have from derma organics i actually got it recently um it's the chestnuts and brown sugar body buttercream. And it is wonderful. There's not an ingredient on there that I can't read. Which is a, a massive plus. Yes. So that you're telling me there's no like... Um... <laughs> Zophites and <laughs> <laughs> dioxides. No, like... no, ri- no, no ridiculous ingredients like cornstarch and yeah, corn syrup. No, and all the ingredients on there actually make sense. Um, so I will say that 
the way that I use it, I'll use it like after I shower and then you kind of just, it comes with a spoon. The Which is spoon. interesting. I saw that. Which so, is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's very convenient. And, and to be clear, it's a moisturizer, but a body butter. Thank you for that. Right. <laughs> You're a guy. So I yeah. could totally respect that you needed to do that for all the guys out there. But all the females know what a body butter is. So um, <laughs> you literally, you can just scoop it out with a little spoon. Then you just rub it in your hands for a bit. And it kind of melts in your hand very seamlessly. And then you just kind of put it on all the, the areas. Um, it's not greasy at all, which I like it doesn't look greasy so it doesn't look like I dip my hand um my legs in vegetable oil it actually looks really great so I, I don't know if you have any comments on how smooth I look no you you look like you look radiant <laughs> oh thank you all right <laughs> I put it on too, so I look radiant too. Your hands look very smooth. Thank you literally you. just Thank used it on your I hand. think the consistency of it is, uh, it, like you said, it comes with a spoon, and that was uh, confusing to me. I was like, what the heck is this spoon for? I thought we were putting on lotion, but it's not lotion. <laughs> it's a body butter. You put it on your hands. <laughs> How many times are you going to say that? A body, body butter. butter. Because it's a bar. You put it on your hands, and <laughs> my hands have been moisturized. They smell good. They're soft. It's amazing. It smells really good. I feel like it's like very, like a very toasty kind of scent, and it stays on all day. And it I feel does. like it stays on my clothes too. It does. It does. I'm not. I don't know if it stays on like clothes, but I know that it does stay on all day. It is a very. Um, I'd say it's a strong scent. Like when you walk by, I can I can smell it on you, mm-hmm. but it's not overpowering. It's not like a a, a men's jupe cologne mm-hmm. or anything like that. But it, it is a, a a known scent. Like you 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 will be curious as to what scent is this that just walked into the room. It smells like a snack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it smells like you're wearing a body butter. <laughs> Yo, if you say that one more time, we fight in. Um, well, this is this is actually not the only products that they have. So you can go ahead and look at her selection on dermaorganicscfbp.com. All right. That being said, we'll be right back after a short break. All right. So one of this week's hot topics has been defunding the police. And there's been so many misconceptions in what this means and what does it entail and like what actually happens, it should this take place the term defunding the police and i looked it up a little bit and there 100 percent are people that want to abolish police departments and do community policing i don't know what that is but it's the purge it's the beginning of the end that makes me extremely nervous let me be on one of these community-led teams what does that mean People that's gonna be running around with machetes, like just doing whatever they want to. You know what? Let me not put any ideas out in the world. That sounds like gang warfare. I feel like that's what that really sounds like. Yeah, that's. I don't. Anyways, the term defunding the police in majority does not pertain to eliminating police departments. What it actually means is more literal than that. It means removing some of the funding that police get and putting it into other parts of um, government and, and city resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, on an average, police get two times the funding everything else gets. So defunding the police would mean supporting education, public health, housing, and youth services in a given city Mm -hmm. so it's basically making cities and uh like more more areas where minorities live look more like like affluent suburbs i don't know if you you've seen this floating around but it's the boston fiscal year 2020 budget and the police department god how am i going to read this number um the police department's budget was four hundred fourteen million three hundred and six thousand 
dollars compared to like the Boston Center for Youth was twenty nine million. Fair housing equality was three hundred eighteen. As you know, there's a huge homeless population in Boston. Parks and Rec twenty six million. Um, let's where's where's education? Probably not even on the list. Nope. Youth engagement and employment six million. It it just it public health commission ninety three million. So basically, the Boston Police Department gets more money than everything else combined. Yep, that's interesting because the Boston Police Department also like the the gang units. Mm. The gang units have like a targeted population of like I don't remember the exact figure, but I can confidently say eighty plus percent of it is minorities hmm. which doesn't make sense because the the population of boston is majority white so of all the gangs that you're looking for it seems like you're picking on a population yeah and i think i've been saying this to you a lot all week and sorry i know that you have like a lot more talking points but i've been saying this to you all week like it seems like all the money is going to this particular sector because they are working on containing us as opposed to finding things that will prevent us from getting to these points so like a lot of people talk about in like healthcare field like prevention versus treatment like doctors are getting paid to treat the problem that's why all these pharmaceutical companies are getting all this money but no one's putting forth efforts or and there are not enough efforts for prevention which would kind of slow down some of these illnesses that would cause for people to continue to keep giving you medications to treat the problem. So there's a, re- there's a, there's a strategic reason why all of that money is being put there, but I'll, I'll let you continue. I think, no, just to, we can just flow. One of the things yeah. that's interesting is I think that happens because as a community, we forget to vote. And when these things become, <laughs> when these, when these things become, like questions on a ballot Mm -hmm. we're not in attendance to make sure that they don't pass and now we're in a situation where Mm -hmm. we're like behind in the race and we're like hey uh this is an unfair race but like this has been going on all along well i think so yes i i agree with you there and when people are showing up to vote they're showing up to vote on a national level you mean in november in November, every four years in November, people, the people who do want to vote are voting on that day. But people are not thinking about local government. People are not thinking about voting for their mayors or their city representative, town representatives. No one is voting on the local level. And that is actually as important. But because it's not something that is broadcasted on the news, people are waiting to decide whether they want to vote or not every four years in november yeah i feel like i feel like uh this does have a lot to do with voting but like i feel like voting is not popular unless it's every four years like we don't really make it an importance until it's every four years and that's part of the problem like people don't know when voting happens well, no it's because it's not in people's faces don't i i i surely believe that if it was broadcasted, hey, um, Randolph, you're going to be voting for your representatives this time of year. Like, this is going to happen. Let's make this important. Like, if it's not on CNN, if it's not on Fox News, people are not going to care. Like, if this is all based on what they're putting on the media. If it's not in the media, in our faces all the time, it's, it's not going to be made important. Yeah, that's people need true. People need constant reminders to do things. We need to remind each other. And that is why we are here. <laughs> At this point, people do need to be reminding each other. And I think that people are a little bit more mindful since we have what's-his-face in office right now. And people are not happy with it. So I think people are pushing a little bit more. People were pushing when it was him versus um, Hillary. But now that we are here and it has been a freaking dumpster fire of a four years, I feel like people are doing a better job in saying, y'all need to vote which is wonderful. Um, but I, I mean, that, that's what it is. Hopefully people get to a point where they understand that it's also important to vote on a local level. Um, 
So that's that's my point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Defunding the police would take the money from police and put it in education. So making sure, you know, towns are not cutting uh, extracurriculars like phys ed, art, and field trips and stuff like that. You don't realize the importance of that stuff until it's your application versus someone else's from Newton, Mass., or Brookline Mass, and they have all this extra experience that you don't have because your school cut woodshop out 10 years ago. They did cut out woodshop from our school. 10 years ago. Oh. 12 years ago. I took woodshop. Probably your freshman year. It was my freshman year, and then it was gone. It was a long time ago. It never came back. Yeah, and if if we go back to the idea of, like, preventative, preventative programming, like, if we are talking about defunding the police, then, like, putting putting that money into programs like that s- stops yeah. <laughs> a lot <laughs> i think i think i was looking at a studio apartment in the city of boston it was like like 2400 and i was like who you lives no i was just i was just <laughs> looking at it i was like who lives here who lives here who like how did the prices in boston get so high and like defunding the police would you know kind of provide services to aid other things to not allow these kind of things to happen. Oh, really? Yeah, because like the housing department would kind of monitor these things and not allow landlords to charge these kind of like prices. That's what the housing department does? They do a lot of different things. That's know. one of the things that they do. They do advocacy for uh, renters. Um, youth services? Okay. Kids don't have youth services. Yo, like my life would be very different. The traditional job, <laughs> the traditional job is nine to five, mm-hmm. right? School lets out at three o'clock. What are kids doing for those two hours? I'll tell you what I did. I literally walked the streets of Randolph with my friend, and we did absolutely nothing. You were doing nothing, but we like, we just like walked around. We did absolutely nothing, and then. That those were the days where I wasn't working, so I would normally go to work after. But if I wasn't working, we were just walking around. Which means that you're just looking for trouble. We weren't looking for trouble. We were just like. But trouble was walking. A, it, was, <laughs> it was available to find you. You're being very negative. We had a lot of fun doing nothing. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Congratulations to doing nothing. Other people look were at being, me now. Other people were being policed unnecessarily that is very true but they like we need to provide services for kids Mm -hmm. to go after school and like have things to do like there shouldn't be a need for more police if you have kids being more accountable because they need to be here at this time yeah like when when they say defund the police a lot of people get weary because they're like oh my god the police department is not gonna have enough enough resources to complete their job who's gonna save yeah who's gonna superman's (laughs) gonna save you that's what's gonna save you i mean i need him at this point it's not gonna be the police the police have so the police have a whole bunch of equipment like the riot gear which we spoke about before um one riot outfit is 55 ppes yep got that from a friend thanks miller (laughs) but thank you miller but like (laughs) like that's important during this COVID era, right? Cities now are imposing these um, fines up to $300 if you're outside not wearing a mask. They're not going to give you a mask. They're going to give you a fine, though. That doesn't make any sense at all. But, like, they have riot gears. There's some cities and towns where, like, there's tanks. Like, these are police departments, if we need a tank, call the National Guard. That's right. If you need a riot, if you need riot gear, call the National Guard. That's what they're there for. Why are we doubling down on like twice the service? You're supposed to be police. If they were even going to spend that much money for the police, I would have hoped that they would have had more training. That's the next thing I'm going to get into. But Sorry, I, I jumped. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But, like, police have... Like, in Los Angeles, there's Lamborghini police cars. There's two seats. 
you're gonna pull you you're gonna arrest me at a Lamborghini police car? We're gonna sit in the front together. Yeah, I'm, we're gonna sit in the front together. <laughs> Ooh, like, how is this going to work? Like, what do you need a Lamborghini police car in the U.S. On average, police departments have more funding than other countries have in their military. This is the police. The police, like, are, they're not going to war. They're policing us. Like, when people are like, oh, well, you know, I pay for your paycheck. You probably don't pay for their paycheck, but you pay for their pension. Oh, and a lot of people actually don't have pension anymore. Yeah. Pension That's is, not, is not, a, it's not a widespread thing. Well, like, it, it's ridiculous. Mm-mm. I had cut you off before. What were you saying? Um, no, you didn't cut me off because I was getting ready to talk about something that you had already planned to touch on. Um, but I do, I do want to talk about the point of like after school programs for kids. So you have a very different experience, like school experience than myself. Because, like I said before, I didn't do anything. It's really weird that we have different experiences. We went to the same school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know you took part in a lot of after-school programs. So what was that like for you, and how did that shape you? Honestly, after-school programs for me, um, I, was, I was easily accounted for. Mm-hmm. I was... There was not... A possibility for me to be in anything that was like criminal act or me just being in the wrong place wrong time because I was always somewhere and people knew where I was so like went to school went to school school got out at 213 I had soccer practice in the fall started at 230 like to get out of school run to your locker, run to the run to the locker room, change, get outside, get like everything ready, like water and everything like that. I had to be at practice at two thirty. Which is like that's not easy. There is no time for me to do anything stupid in between two thirteen and two thirty. Practice ran until five thirty. At five thirty, take your ass home. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Like, what am I going to do after that? At that time, too, like, if my dad was picking me up, he was out of work by that time, so he was there to pick me up. Mm-hmm. If, I, when I was started driving, like, go home. You have homework to do. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't practice at 2.30, we had games. So games are a little different because the school let out at 2.13, the bus to go to the games mm-hmm. left at like 225 or like 220 because the game would start at 3 or 330. Yo. Yeah, so we're flying. There is no time for me to do anything stupid in between. Wait, weren't you also part of um student council? That was in the fall. I mean, that was in the spring. Oh, cuz I remember seeing you at a meeting. Yeah, that was in and the like, that was in the spring and and the winter. So like track wasn't any easier. Track oh, during the track. winter was like get out at two thirteen. Practice started at like you were expected to be at track even sooner than at so- soccer was outside. Track we ran track practice in the hallways, so you're already oh, in the building, mm-hmm. right? So we were expected to be at practice at like two fifteen. So you just went upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> we just went upstairs. So you were expected <laughs> to be at practice now, like as soon as the bell rang. Practice was like it's on. Mm-hmm. In the spring, I played soccer again. It wasn't in school, but it was for the the town of Randolph. Mm-hmm. So, no, I didn't have the accountability of being with the school, but I still had somewhere I needed to be, so I had to fly there. Mm-hmm. So, like, throughout all of the years for me in school, there was somewhere I was supposed to be, and people knew. Which sounds completely different for you. I don't think it's completely different. It's just it's just not the same stuff. So I didn't do a lot of things after school because I had a job. Um, so I would work after school. 
I would also show up to work late because who shows up on time at 16? Let's be real. I don't think you show up now on time. Some of my coworkers are going to listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Relax, buddy. (laughs) Anyways. So I had a job, but the one extracurricular activity that I felt kept me very interested was art. So I failed gym. Um, I attempted, don't ask how I failed it. I'll tell you anyway. I just never changed my clothes. And I, I think I wanted to try out for the track team and I didn't do it for a very stupid reason. Attempted to go to drama club. Didn't continue that for a very stupid reason. Showed up to student council. (laughs) I was bored out of my mind, so (laughs) I never did anything for that. So I just, art, art was my thing. When I went to art class, I was the only class I was guaranteed an A. And I would come in, like if there were opportunities for me to come in after school to continue like a project I was working on, I would come in. I do feel like working was very helpful to me because it gave me some sort of structure. So in a way, people did know where I was if they didn't see me at home. But on days where I wasn't working, I very much was just walking around Randolph doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And like we did do some stupid things. <laughs> I mean, what Not else would you do? We literally did stupid things. Like, all you had was time and opportunity. I remember, yeah. And, you know, like, people used to hang out in front of Burger King. And Burger King was, like, that area at that time. R.I.P. Burger King. It was a great place. (laughs) Like, everything happened at Burger King. So, like, there was a lot of drama that used to happen in front of there. And because I used to work there, I used to see things. And I was kind of, like, up to date on some of the latest. So, you're right. In a way, I was very exposed to, like, the dramatics that happened or probably a lot of the things that could potentially incriminate me in a lot of different ways but um i i definitely do think that for me art and working was helpful but there are some there are people who like at my age were not able to find a job i was able to get a job because my sister worked there and she brought me in um that's one of the things that defunding the police would help too it would help really it would help um what are they called? The the departments that help people find jobs. Mm. The funding would go there, too. Okay. Like, one of the things that is important to mention in defunding the police is a lot of people are like, oh, don't defund the police. Just create a, a, a new reform. No. Reform, reform would be like, in 2014, um, in Ferguson... Remember there was like Ferguson riots mm-hmm. and stuff like that going on. It was for was it Mike Brown? I think it was. I think it was. I think it was Mike Brown. Yeah, I think it was Mike Brown that had passed. After that, they started putting the body cams on officers. I remember that in two thousand fourteen, and that felt like that was yeah, that felt like a a huge win. We thought that that was going to be oh, okay because you're on camera now. You're not going to do anything. You're not going to do anything crazy because it's not going to be just a cell phone footage. We're going to have literally your body cam that like you turn on before you approach someone to to know if you're doing the right thing or not. Three years later, a study came out and found that there was zero effect in turning on the body cam. You know that not all all states like require that, though. I don't know if that's true. I feel like not all states enforce it. Even if, like, all states... Oh, Nevada. Okay, so it says Nevada and South Carolina require all law enforcement agencies to use cameras. Oh, I don't know if that means body cams. Yeah, no, that's body cams. Yeah. So that means literally 48 other states, not everyone has to do it. I just wanted to slide that in there because I remember reading that somewhere. The... The idea of putting body cams on officers would deter crime is it was true at the time but years later we find that we're just seeing more often when they do stupid things Mm -hmm. but like 
that police union, they are, they're almost the mafia. They literally protect against all reforms that would make cops accountable mm-hmm. and all reforms that would like kind of kind of like criminalize cop cop acts mm-hmm. like anytime there is um like the, a, a no chokehold ban oh sorry yes yeah like a no chokehold ban was enforced i think in minnesota years ago by mayor frey yeah but they just renamed it they continued the same training and renamed it to something mm-hmm. else. Like this happens all the time because the police union protects officers mm-hmm. and does not allow them to take any accountability for any of their actions. Imagine having a job, mm-hmm. right, where your rating out of five was a half of one. That's not the point. Yeah. You must not be doing anything. <laughs> right. Right. Imagine like your attendance is like like poor. Your performance is poor. Your <laughs> I know what that. Your work ethic. <laughs> I know what that's is like. <laughs> poor. Your reviews are poor. I was also a teenager, so. <laughs> and you still get employee of the year. Oh. That's basically what it. That's basically what it's like being a cop. With this police union, that's that's what I attribute it to. Now, and everyone says, "Oh, well, you know, there's there's good cops and there's bad cops." Great. I don't, <laughs> I don't really care. Because you're care. all protected by the same rules. Mm-hmm. So whether you're a good cop, that's great. I'm happy that, like, you know, you didn't need the protection, but you still have it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's still great for you, but you should kind of be held accountable for it. Especially for... Kind of. 100% should be held accountable. Especially for, you know, a profession where barbers have more training hours than, than police officers. That's crazy. And that is, that is beyond wild to me. And for you to be going out and working in the community, your work is in the community, working with different kinds of people from different backgrounds, different ailments, different um, socioeconomic status. Like you, you need more training for that. And I guess I'm coming at this because like I'm a social worker. So the majority of my work is social justice, which is partially working within the community. And so it's crazy to me that these are the people with the weapons, and yet I'm the person with the master's degree. Like, I have to get a master's degree to converse with people and get them resources, and yet what they, they, how long are they in training? It's six hours. I don't that know is, how long it is. <laughs> I know it feels like six I, hours. I dude. know that they were not in school as long as me. No. For you to be able to work with these vulnerable populations, oh, it's great. I guess if you're like a cop in Newton or Wellesley in one of those places, but like if you are in if you are in an area where there are vulnerable populations there, like you need to make sure that people are getting the training that is required to deal with those populations and it's it's kind of ridiculous to me inner city boston kids get in trouble and go to jail kids in wellesley and newton in affluent white neighborhoods get in trouble and go to rehab those cities (laughs) (laughs) those cities those those predominantly white areas are set up in a way that minimize police to person interaction whereas like in boston police are in your face there's cameras there's signs that tell you that this is a radar and fruit um enforced area Mm -hmm. like there's a huge difference in in the method being used in one city Mm -hmm. versus the other I'm like I'm very interested in like what conversations are happening when people are like okay you're going to be stationed in Mattapan versus you're being stationed in some somewhere in the sticks in Western Massachusetts. Cuz I feel like I feel like the first conversation was like all right you're you're in Mattapan things are going to get crazy. This is what happened to me this one time and I had to do this so you need to be careful. And you have people and I'm not giving anyone an excuse. It's still complete and total like BS. But like like, what conversations are people having with other people? 
for these things to happen, for people to have it in their heads, like, I am going to mess this person up. For you to have the capability to kill people. The conversation they're having before they go out in Mattapan in inner city Boston is probably prepare for war. Because they're, they're going in there with a level of aggression that is not needed for some 15-year-old kid or or some... How old was Tamir Rice? He, he's a child playing 14? with a... He's a child playing with a gun. Like a toy gun. Which all of them little white kids, I'm pretty sure, be doing. Like, the, what's going on in the city right now with the fireworks has been on my mind lately. Because <sighs> everyone fireworks. is complaining about this. From he's 12. He was 12. Tamir Rice was 12. He was 12. So you're telling me you're approaching a 12-year-old kid? With a toy gun, in in a, in a way where you needed to use deadly force, no, that you you went in there with a notion that you didn't need. But I was gonna say, the city of Boston, right now, is suffering from these kids with uh, fireworks every night. We are suffering here too. We're suffering here too. <laughs> Heart every- attacks at two a.m. <laughs> I heard fireworks this morning. It was like eight. You can't even see them. Yeah. yeah. What is the point? Oh God, who is selling them? New Hampshire. You know the kids are going really far to get them. That's wild. You know what's wild? All this funding and they can't catch them. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's just fireworks. Yeah, now it's just fireworks. It's just fireworks. You 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 couldn't catch them. All right. So what do you need all this money for? Because you're not using it effectively for riding gear. Yeah, you're not using it effectively, so I don't think that we need... We don't need you to have it. Really Defund don't. the police. Defund the police. I, I honestly didn't know what a lot of this meant. To be honest, and I'm very thankful that you did that research, because now I do know what it means, and... Let's do it. I feel like we've been making so much change in such a short amount of time, despite us still not arresting Brianna's killers. But we're just going to keep shouting louder so that that happens. Um, nah, 100% needs to happen. That needs to happen. Needs I to don't happen understand like how you pass a law with this girl's name on it, and right. yet you still have not. Right taking care of the people who did this there was there was during the obama era um there was a study i forgot who did the study i need to remember who does the study so then i can have you guys go read it but there was a study that was done where they raised the wages of minorities that did not have college degrees and after that they watched the crime rate decrease 10 to 15 percent in the community that that means that people are not stealing because they're bored they're stealing because it's life or death mm-hmm. if you give people the resources or the ability to make a purchase where they don't have to second guess it they're not going to yep like naturally yes there's going to be crime someone could be filthy rich and want to steal they probably they probably need a program that's more mental health related, but mm-hmm. crime comes from necessity. Yep. It does not come because like you're bored. It does not come because you're like, oh, I'm just inherently a bad person. It comes because you're hungry. Mm-hmm. And that's that is what the system. That's how the system makes it seem. So in defunding the police and allocating the funds to where they should be, so in education, in aiding the homeless um, population, in adding that into public health initiatives, and so on and so forth, I think that that could bring a lot of systemic change. So, yeah. I, I don't even know what else to say. Like, let's let's do our part to make that happen. What, what we need to say is we need to defund these people. We need we need fund the police. Like, I I don't I don't know why would we we'd be saying anything else. Like, there's there's Clearance. no other conversation to have. 
There are. <laughs> There's other conversations to have. <laughs> but like... This one I'm adamant about. Yeah, I don't want to talk about nothing else. Why do you need a Lamborghini police car? They need to get to the areas in style. All they be doing is like... Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like Creating they, roadblocks? They literally just like... They're in parking lots and they're talking to one another. And the cars are facing in the opposite direction. And one of them needs to be a Lamborghini. One of them is a Lamborghini. Another one's a big Jeep. Oh my goodness! The video, the video of Boston police destroying their own police car, sits in my head, and I'm like, I cannot. Y'all got caught, but like no one's talking about this because, the the it's all an organization. The police tell the news what to broadcast and what not to broadcast. What? Or, is I'm this not a conspiracy con- theory? I'm not talking or is this about like this today. This thing. is a real thing. The police, the news, and the mayor's office are all one system. We're going to have to talk about that a little bit more. I need you to educate me a little bit They're more. They're all one system. But... Yes. So, um, a thing that... Something that I want to talk about um, is more so related to... Our mental health during this time. So I will say that these past two weeks have been very trying for me um, for a lot of different reasons. And I'm sure it's trying for a lot of different people who are going back and forth between whether like, you know, I really I really need to advocate for this because it's important. But like all this information is really weighing me down. And so I've I've found that I've been in between that place. Um, and I think also for myself, I keep going back and forth about whether I am, um, am I, am I appropriately conveying my emotions to other people who don't understand? So I'm not talking about having this conversation with other black people or other people of color who might have a better understanding of like what this oppression or dealing with anti-racism feels like, I, I mean, in having conversations with um, my white colleagues, my white friends, um, and I, I wonder if sometimes it's too much. And I don't know if you've if you felt the same way. Um, I don't even know if, do you even talk to your coworkers? I do, <laughs> I do, but I find that when I'm having these kind of conversations, I get angry really quickly. Yeah. Because you're, you're talking to someone and you don't know where their stance is before the conversation is. Mm-hmm. So any like hiccup, any stutter of a word, I'm like, um, bye. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm jumping on. I agree. Um, and so I I will say though, and I think this is probably the the blessing of being a social worker, even though it is a majority like white woman work field. Um, there are people who are willing to have those conversations. So I will say that, um, I, the people who have been around me have been very supportive, which is amazing for me because it, you know me, I'm very like, this is what I tell you. This is what I don't tell you. You stay here. I stay here. We good. Um, but it's, it's been a very eye opening experience. Um, but I I do want to say in terms of, all of our mental health, if you're kind of going back and forth on how you're feeling during this time and with everything happening, I'm sure there are a surge of emotions. You're probably um, battling anger, battling your own trauma. We were already trying to figure out all this COVID stuff, which kind of put us all in a very difficult place. And you had like increased anxiety, increased depression, anticipatory grief, dealing with the loss of your freedom was already difficult enough. And now for the black community in particular, now we're being reminded of past trauma or dealing with generational trauma. Um, so I do want to say, at least pre- for the present time, um, if, you, if you're feeling like you're angry still, and what it's it's been a little over two weeks. If you feel as though you are still very much frustrated and angry at this point, I do want to say you you still have every right to be frustrated and angry. This is so much more than you know a a one time instance. Like this is 
something that is con- like we can have conversations about the 400 years of things that we have been trying to figure out as a community and these things continue to travel down and we still have to navigate these things so if you feel like you're still frustrated you have every right to be it's it's real out here if you're pissed with your employer if you're pissed at your friends for not understanding if you're pissed off with your colleagues for not understanding like you literally have every right to be and I I think you should do your best to kind of sit with those emotions and really kind of figure out um where that comes from and just be okay with feeling that way um in addition I do want to say like take a break when you can um I am taking a week off for myself because of everything going on. I feel as though I need to just not go to work. I need to just sit with myself. And Greg is also taking some time off. Yeah, I'm taking half a week. <laughs> um, and so I think I think I need that. Um, and even if if you don't have the earned time to do a week fine, take a day. If taking a break means just not going on your social media for a day or three, do that. If that means limiting the amount of time that you're on social media or giving yourself a cut off time to be on social media um, or watching the news or talking to people about it, then like do it and respect it. If you're saying at 6 p.m. I'm not doing this anymore, I'm, I'm not going to fill my mind up with anything and I'm going to play Animal Crossing, which I've been doing, um, then stick to it. Six o'clock, you're, you're, you're giving yourself a break from the news. You're going to play Animal Crossing. You're going to read the Bible. You're going to pray. You're going to go to bed. Do that for yourself because we cannot pour from empty glasses if we are giving up all of our reserves. And, and taking all this news is a lot. I don't know if you've been feeling that way too. No, I've definitely been uh, doing the suggested turn everything off. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what is it? When when I get home from work, I might be on social media till like 7.30-ish. If I'm on social media, I'm not looking at like worldly news. I might look at like fitness stuff. Yeah. I'm not looking at anything else. I mm-hmm. think it's I think it's good to not be on social media after a certain time. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, if that if that is not how you want to do it and you want to take a day off, if you want to take a week off from just like the world, which I'm going to I'm going to try my best to just like not be on social media for my week off, um, but also still very much do my part where I can. I'll probably just limit my time on social media, but spend the majority of my time relaxing. I also want to say check in with yourself. Um, so in going back to the first point of just being frustrated and being upset with everything going on, um, I I also want to remind everyone that two, two very huge things have shaken up our whole world. And so some of that trauma has stopped with COVID, but the trauma kind of continues for all of us and, that comes with a lot of it comes with a lot of stuff so are are you eating more are you sleeping more do you find that you are more anxious are you exercising more even like do mental checks of the negative and positive changes that have happened since this covid stuff started and you know since we've been in quarantine and figure out if there are proper changes that you need to make or if there's a way to supplement any positive changes that you've made. Um, like I said, it, there's just been so much going on and our mental health is so important. And I, I, I do feel like this is like a bit of an attack on our sanity. So um, like I said, do do a mental check-in with yourself. And I don't want any, like no one should forget that 2020 is not over. And we keep saying that 2020 is a crap year. The year's not over. There's room for a big turnaround. I think so. And I was always taught that things get a hundred times worse before like your big giant blessing. And I don't know what that'll look like. I don't know if it'll be like 
a blessing for the nation or that'll be a, an individual blessing for each person. But I've, I've had a hard time remembering that there is still a blessing somewhere in all of this because it seems like it's one thing after another. But I'm saying this not only for myself, but to hopefully motivate someone else and just remember there is a blessing somewhere in this. Just stay positive. Keep praying. Stay motivated. 2020 is not over. Yeah, turn the year around. There's still room for it to be a, a better year than 2019. We got yeah. time to make change. So let's work on everything that we need to work on. We know what we have to do. Set an agenda. Finish the year strong. A lot of being, a lot of um, entrepreneurs are being birthed in between this time. So if, yeah. if you're starting to put things out, like... We want to support. Yeah, a lot of people have found the extra time at home to start dreams that they've they've uh, had cooked up for a while. So, exactly. Let us let us know if you are starting something because we we want to be able to support, especially if you're a local. Um, we want to we want to highlight that. So, um, if you have any business ideas or if there's anything you want to let us know, if you want us to support you in any way just send us an email at the jwi podcast at gmail.com you could also follow us and dm us at jwi podcast on instagram um, and all the information for everything that we talked about before so uh, the derma organic line and the body butterfly i will put that in the description of this video yep so it was a great episode fun talking to you Happy Father's Day! <laughs> Happy Juneteenth. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.